Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Courtney Robertson, and I was the most notorious villain in Bachelor history. A lot has changed since then. I got married, and I'm a mom to two amazing kids. Every week, I'm going to be talking to other reality stars about what happens when the cameras stop rolling, and you have to figure out what to do after reality. Hello. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for stopping by. It's your host, Courtney, here. I hope everybody is doing well. I know I have had a very heavy heart this week. I'm getting my energy up for you. Hopefully I can brighten your day in some small way. I know a lot of people are struggling right now to express how they feel about what is happening in Israel. So you're not alone. Um, Also, my daughter did not sleep well last night, the last couple nights. So I ended up giving her a COVID test this morning because she's had this little cough. And sure enough, she tested positive. So COVID is still out there. And uh, I just, my poor little angel girl, she's just not feeling 100%. So, and today's guest is also a mom and her son just had an ear infection. We talk a little bit about the struggles and the best parts of parenthood. Also, she's a rare one. She was the chosen one on the season of The Bachelor. Don't want to give too much away. And she just basically went back to normal life. And you really don't see that very often also was from my era of The Bachelor where Instagram really wasn't a thing. She still has 300,000 followers, but we really break down what it was like filming, what it was like after she had a very similar uh, outcome as me at the after the final rose. It was not a lot of fanfare. They didn't do the circuit. They didn't go to Good Morning America. They didn't get the cover of People. But really breaks down what it was like for her and going back to normal life and why she did that. So I hope you enjoy. And you know, it made me think I wanted to share. I still have dreams about filming The Bachelor. Isn't that wild? I have this reoccurring dream that it's night one 
And by the way, it's never my bachelor. It's just like I need to be at this certain place. And I'm in the limo and I'm wearing flip-flops. And I'm like, I need my heels. I left them back at the hotel. And they're like, you're just going to have to make do. Uh, and I'm like, I can't walk out of the limo wearing flip-flops. I really think it's like a, something inside me that's like a lack of preparedness. I have the same dream as far as like traveling. I have to be at the airport. And I haven't even started packing. So I would love to get a dream interpreter on here. If anybody knows uh, somebody, send them my way. I think that there's a lot to be said about uncovering reoccurring dreams. And in other news, Thanksgiving is coming up. I think it's about 43 days away. Makes me happy. It's my favorite holiday I've offered to host this year. And I cheat, guys. <laughs> I do Whole Foods every year. It's affordable. Everything's done. You just have to reheat it. It just takes the stress out of Thanksgiving so you can really just enjoy your family and friends. So I'm definitely going to be placing my order soon. Just a little little tidbit if you want a little Thanksgiving hack. So anyway, let's get to our guest. Welcome back to After Reality. Today's guest was on the 18th season of The Bachelor with Juan Pablo. Spoiler alert, she was the chosen one. She's a nurse, <laughs> a wife, and a proud mama. It's Nikki Farrell Van Lu. Hey, girl. Hi, hi. <laughs> I, I, see, I love that you laugh when I said you're the chosen <laughs> one. That's kind of like a lifetime ago, right? It really does. Like, it's so funny because I always say... I'm like so unlucky and I'm like in in life I'm like oh I never win anything I always like tell people that and people are like well you won the bachelor I'm like we don't do we call it winning like we can't call it winning and if we're gonna say that then like that's probably the only thing I've ever won <laughs> not even a cakewalk I get that too Nikki all the time I mean we definitely have that com in common but I think you are like one of maybe two that he was like I've got a ring in my pocket but I'm not going to use it I believe that's what he said Yes, he did. Um, and like looking back on that moment, I mean, again, it's like, it's so crazy because it feels like it was so long ago, but it also feels like it was yesterday in some strange way. Um, I do, I do just remember thinking like, I was like so embarrassed at the time, I think, but I also think that I knew that that's what was expected of him and like of me and like all of these things. And so I wasn't, embarrassed or sad because he didn't propose I was just kind of in my head I was like this isn't gonna go over well with bachelor nation um <laughs> so that's I think that's kind of like the first thing that like went through my head um at that time and you know it's just so crazy to think about now I so you didn't know that that was the case because I know in like overnight say like kind of talk to you about things mm -hmm. offline I mean my bachelor didn't say I'm gonna propose to you but he basically said I'm madly in love with you like he gave me every reason to believe it was me. So right. I don't know if you had an indication or if you just walked up there and you were just like, let's see how this thing goes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I knew, I, 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 I thought it was going to be me, but like, he did not tell me, he did not tell me anything like at all, um, you know, to like really give me like, you know, confidence, like going in. I knew that, I knew when I pulled up um, in like the, in the van that day that I was, it was sunset. And, you know, I think I've said this before, like the loser doesn't go home at sunset. I, I knew <laughs> I had seen like, you know, like footprints in the sand. I had, no, I had seen that like someone else had been there and 
you know, I'd, I'd watch the show. I know how the show works. I knew that I was the second one, you know, coming. Um, but he did not, there was no like plan, like where he said, oh, like, I, I want to be with you after this, but I just like, don't want to propose. Um, he was still very like guarded kind of. Um, yeah, there was nothing said to me that gave me this like confidence that I knew he was going to pick me. I I, I kind of had no idea at that point. Um, and I also think because he had never seen the show before going on um, Des's season. And I do think that that really kind of was a detriment to him because I just, I don't think he knew how to, how to like play the game, I guess, like you yeah. could call it. Um, and so as to where I had seen the show and I kind of knew how it went and I knew kind of what was expected. And in my head, I was like, let's just play along. You know, I mean, obviously I had real feelings for him and he had real feelings for me, but I think I, you know, in my head, I was like, oh, let's just like play along because essentially like they, the producers and like everything, they have this like power over you and they can kind of like make it look however they please. And, you know, I just think that if he would have like, you know, played along a little better, um, given them a little bit of what he, of what they wanted and not so much, you know, resistant to everything. I think things might have been a little easier for us afterwards, but you know, that's just not how it went. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't imagine. I I would think that you would be a little bit disappointed. You go through this whole thing. It's like for mm -hmm. me, it was like two and a half months of filming. And yes. I remember like I kind of thought it was me, but I remember thinking, like, what if he just says he wants to date? And I I like prepared myself for every you know, just in case. And I remember thinking like, if he says, I just want to date you, I think I would have walked away half having yeah. gone through all that stuff. Did you have that thought before? Or were you like, just kind of like, okay, I'm going to go with it. I like him enough to like, let's try this in the real world. You know, I did. I think I was like, I, I like him enough that I, you know, I, I just kind of want to try this in the real world. I also think I was kind of like in that I don't want to call it brainwash, the bachelor brainwash, but like, you can again, call like it that. Yeah. Like you're isolated from your family, from your friends. Like, you know, you're just so sucked into this relationship and you know, like that by design, like they, they do that, um, you know, to suck you into the relationship and just, it, it becomes your whole world for those couple of months while you're filming. And, um, you know, at the time, I, I think there was a part of me that like, I did really, really like him and, you know, I wanted to see if it would work. It was, it was fun. He was fun and funny. And, um, you know, I'd never really been with anyone like him. And, but I also think that I, I, I was going to be all in no matter what, because I think there was a small part of me that was worried about what other people would think, or I just, you know, I just was like letting him kind of like take the lead at that point. Um, and not that I, I don't regret that, at all now like looking back on it I just didn't realize at the time like that's what I was doing oh that makes total sense and I think that that's kind of what happens when you're the chosen one I hate to say it like mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and like they're the lead they are you know steering the ship and my bachelor was like had it with uh, the producers and everybody at the end so we had a kind of a similar situation I was almost like to me like can you just play by the rules like I don't think this yes. is going well like you know mm -hmm. I started getting this villain edit and then he started turning on the franchise and I was like let's just play nice in the sandbox like this isn't gonna like it didn't help my edit at all by yeah. any means so 
but you weren't the villain. And I remember watching your season and loving you and thinking all along, like there were, I was like, oh my God, she's so cute. Like he so clearly gravitated towards you. And then there was Andy and then Claire. And like, I don't know what he had said to them to make them so, did he ever talk to you about like what was said that made them so upset? Um, I, so Andy, what you didn't see on the show was that Andy actually um, came in between her, you know, exit in St. Lucia, like with him and like that fight that, you know, they had. Um, and then when I was, you know, it was still Claire and I there. So Andy came and we talked and, um, you know, I just, I just don't think him and Andy like personality wise were ever a match. And I think she, you know, English is not his first language. And there were some times, you know, even between us that like, we had a little bit of like some miscommunications. And I think that Andy's a very strong personality and very like strong woman. And not to say that I'm not, but I do think that, you know, maybe him talking about like himself and his life and all of this stuff. And, you know, it just didn't, it just didn't fit with Andy and, and her personality. And I think he did, I don't know exactly what he had said, but he said some things like, you know, he had, he had told her that he had already had an overnight with Claire and she didn't like that. And, um, you know, and, but I also don't know if Andy was like really like all in, like, I don't think she, she, her and I were like best friends on the show. And I think she knew it was me over her. And so I, not that she was like looking for an out, but I, I just think that she knew it wasn't her. And so she was like, you know, my feelings aren't there all the way for him either. And so like, I just, he's not for me. And I think they just got into a little bit of a disagreement and then it just kind of, there was a misunderstanding after that. And um, I don't know what happened with him and Claire. I don't know what he said to her on the helicopter ride. Um, I think she was looking for more of like um, validation. Um, I think what she wanted was for him to say, I love you when the cameras were off and he didn't do that. And she was upset. I think he said something along the lines of something intimate that had happened, you know, in there overnight. And um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I didn't watch the parts of him and anyone else, especially like, to, like once the season kind of got going, I only watched like my dates with him and like, you know, group dates and stuff like that. I just didn't want that to like tarnish our relationship because we were still very much in a relationship afterwards when it aired. It's already hard enough. So I don't know. I have no idea really what was said between any of them. Um, and I don't, I don't think I cared to know at the time because it didn't change the way I felt about him. And I just, it wasn't really any of my business. It was a separate rela relationship with those girls. And I just wanted to keep our relationship, our relationship and move forward. That is really good advice for anybody coming off the show I mean it's changed so yeah. much but like I felt the same way I didn't even watch my season I watched the first episode and then I started seeing him kissing my bachelor kissing other girls and it kind of turned me off big time mm -hmm. and I, I know myself well enough I was like if I watch this whole season I'm probably my feelings for him are probably going to change that's just me per personally like I really wanted to like I was like I knew what I signed up for but now mm -hmm. you see these new seasons and people are like, get to the fa fantasy suites and they're like, wait, like, I don't expect, you know, back yeah. in our day, it was kind of like, 
that's, you just don't ask, don't tell at least my experience (laughs) and like other people that I've talked to that have been through it. So, so then you come off the show, you're together and I forget how long you were together, but were you excited? Were you, I mean, at that point it's the fun starts, like you can do happy couples, which is by the way, on ABC's Mm -hmm. dime is pretty fun. I don't know how many you guys had, but those are kind of fun. It was so we were together for, I think, like 10 months after filming. That's a long time, um, Nikki. Yeah, it is. I mean, a lot of people don't even make it to like AFR, honestly. Um, so we, I mean, we really did try and get work, but I think it was hard because he was so resistant to, you know, the show at that point. And, you know, we didn't get to do like all the fun stuff. Like we didn't get to go do Jimmy Kimmel. Like we didn't like have this like, celebratory period afterwards where everyone was like so happy for us. I remember it was just like, so there's so much tension and it just, yeah, that just, it, that sucked. That really hurt. I remember like after the final rose, it was so awful. Like I, people had already kind of like turned on him and turned on us at that point. And it, I didn't know what to do. Cause like here I was with like this guy that I, I always had feelings for, like, I want to like show people he's not this guy that you're seeing on TV. He's not a bad guy. He's a really, he's like fun and he's funny and he cares about me and he cares about his family. And it's just, it's not what you think it is, but I couldn't do that because, you know, we were in hiding and, um, you know, apparently no one knew it was me and all that stuff. And then we had after the final rose and it was just so awkward and it was so uncomfortable. And afterwards, like we didn't have this celebration. I remember Oh, they were trying to get him to say, sorry to interrupt you. They're trying to get him to say, I love you at at the, after the final rose. I remember now I just had a flashback and it was Mm -hmm. awkward because it was like, it almost felt like for me, having been on the other side, like he wasn't going to give producers anymore. Like, even if he did feel that way for you, he was like, I'm done playing the game. Like, I'm not going to just sit here and jump, you know, so high when you say jump. Is that kind of how, because I remember you're just sitting there, like you said, my after the final rose was like that too. There was no happy Mm -hmm. ending. We didn't get to do the good morning America and Mm -hmm. the, the girl that he didn't pick did all that stuff, but it was just, it was like the worst feeling. Cause you go through this whole thing and I'm sure you felt this way while you're filming. You're like, I might get this beautiful, happy ending and this fairy tale Mm -hmm. ending. And then it's not that. And you're kind of left to be like, okay, so now what? Right. And it's just like, you know, and I, I do feel like at the end, like, you know, it, it wasn't, I don't feel like it was because he didn't propose. I just feel like it was because he was like trying to hold so much of, of everything back. You know, he didn't want to let anyone in on anything that was going on in our relationship. And it's kind of like, at the end of the day, like, that's what we signed up for. Like we, we did sign up to do a TV show and, you know, I understand like, being somewhat private, but it it just, it just made things so difficult to try and be so secretive and standoffish. And I just remember at one point I was like squeezing his leg because him and Chris were kind of going at it. And I was like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. It was like, so cringy. You're just an innocent bystander. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I, I just wanted it to end. And, um, you know, I still maybe think that there was like this like small delusion in my head that I was like, oh yeah, like people are going to get it. Like people are going to understand us after the final rose airs and they're going to, they're going to see it the way I see it. And it's just not how it went. And I just remember going back to, you know, like our house that we had. And 
I just remember opening my Instagram and this was kind of like right when Instagram was, yeah. you know, kind of taking days. off. And people, yeah, people were sending me like the meanest, most hateful messages. And I just, I never really experienced anything like that before. And I just remember sobbing and, and being like, this is not how it's supposed to be. Like, this is not what I pictured, you know? And um, so that was, it was really hard. It was really hard afterwards. And um, I think it made me like even more of a private person. Like now, you know, even now, like, I'm just like, kind of like afraid to share a lot because I, you know, it, you have to either develop really thick skin or you just kind of have to like shrink back. And I feel like I have like shrunk back a little bit. And I just like the people that know me best, you know, know who I am and they know what kind of person I am. And that's all that really matters to me anymore is like my family and my, my close friends. Like I don't really care so much about showing the internet, like who I am and, um, you know, putting on this, this face of what I think is expected of me, you know? Well, I got to commend you for that, Nikki, because I have a love hate with social media and I, man, I have been called every name of the sun and I remember I met you, we were at like a red carpet event. You had just come off your season. I think you were newly uh, just separated from Juan Pablo. And I met you briefly and I just remember being like, this girl is so normal. And I was like, (laughs) watch out. There's all these single bachelor guys. And I warned you, I was like, they are going to be on you like white on rice. (laughs) And and because I heard them, they're like, oh my God, Nikki's there. Like, you know, you were just like, you're single. You're this gorgeous girl. Mm -hmm. You know, you were the chosen one, which I always say like, yeah, maybe you didn't win. But like, I mean, I do think that there's something to be said about like 25, let's say plus women. And then this most eligible bachelor picking you like come, you know, you have amazing qualities as I guess is what I would say. Like you you stood out above and beyond, but I will say that you are one of the rare ones that really just went back to normal life. You're a nurse. Yeah. And like, I mean, that's gotta be, I mean, I've kind of am jealous in a way, like you really went back to to normal life and, and now you have, you're married. I I mean, how does that feel going back to like, do you ever miss any of like the celebrity of it all. I, you know, I went, I love my job. You know, I'm still in the same job I've had. I, I work at a children's hospital on like a surgical um, neurosurgery trauma floor. Um, and I love it. And I just think that like, it gave me, it still does gives me such a sense of purpose. And I, I never f- don't think I ever would have found that in something else. Like, you know, in like moving to LA or, this and that. And so I think it all was kind of like a blessing in disguise that like, we didn't get a lot of these opportunities. Like he wanted to do dancing with the stars, but like he didn't get to, and, you know, just all of these things, I think it was kind of a blessing in disguise because I don't know if I would have been truly happy, like living that LA, like kind of like, not like C-list celebrity, but you know what I mean? Like, just like, yeah, it's not for everybody. Yeah. Like this, this sense of, you know, celebrity. And I just, it's just not me. I I very much like love, you know, my family and my job. And, you know, there's times where I like see how much money essentially you can make, you know, on Instagram. And sometimes I'm like, I'm going to start, I'm going to start doing that more. And I'm just like, and then when I get these opportunities, I'm like, I don't want to do this. This isn't me. Like, so it just, (laughs) it's, it's all kind of a love hate relationship with it. But I mean, I remember right after the show when people would recognize me and be swarming like to take a photo with me. And I just didn't understand. Cause I'm like, I I'm just so normal. Like, why do you want this photo with me? And 
like mid bite at a restaurant with, with my family in my, in my sweatpants, you know? And, um, so I just, I don't think I, I understood everyone's like, Oh, that's what you signed up for, but you never really know what you're signing up for until afterwards. And it, it all hits you. Cause it's like one minute you're living a normal life. And then the next minute total strangers are like, think they know you and, you know, can say all these nasty things about you or, or even just interrupt your evening. And I just didn't know I was going to dislike that. So. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> I can relate to you. You and I are cut from the same cloth. And it's like one of those things I get asked about. And like, I, I don't ever get stopped in public or asked for pictures anymore. Mm-hmm. But when no. you come off the show, like I would hide in airports in the bathroom yeah. until I heard them calling my flight because the airports were the worst and I get mm-hmm. travel anxiety anyway. So like I'd be in the airport, like going through security and people would just be taking pictures of me without asking. Like, yeah. And I'm like already tense about the flight. Maybe I have stress over my relationship. And so I would hide in the bathroom until, I mean, that's just one example. Or like I would wake up to go get coffee and like no makeup on, just looking terrible. And like somebody would come up wanting a picture and it's like, how do you say no? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And if you do say no, then, you know, you come off as, as being, you know, stuck up or a bitch or like whatever, you know, whatever people want to say about you, but it's like, it's, it's hard because unless you've experienced it and like you have, like you don't, people don't understand what it's like and how intrusive it is. And some people love it, honestly, you know, like, and good for them. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying anything negative about that. Like it just wasn't me. And I didn't know right. that it wasn't me until it was already happening. And it was too late to undo it all. Same, same. And I had paparazzi following me around cause I lived yes. in LA so, and you guys didn't have like a crazy breakup. I don't remember to wrap up your time on The Bachelor. Um, I remember recently I saw like, this is, I think, I think you were with your husband. I'm not sure. Maybe it was before you met your husband. I remember you guys 
recon reconnected you and Juan Pablo. Oh yeah. And and it was really cool. I did that with my bachelor. It was like four or five years down the road and we hadn't yeah. talked in years. And it was really nice to just be like, wow, we went through this like crazy thing together. What was that like mm -hmm. for you reconnecting with Juan Pablo? I mean, it was a clearing the air. Was it just like, we're at the same place, same time? Yeah. Like, honestly, we didn't have a terrible breakup. I mean, like, you know, and any breakup, like some things were said, you know, mostly on my part. Cause sometimes I <laughs> don't think before I speak, but you know, like we didn't have this crazy breakup. Like it's like, we tried, I, I didn't want to move away from this job. I love from my family, my friends, my support system, you know, to kind of like the unknown. Um, and you know, we just, we just decided like, it, it's just not going to work, you know? And so we broke up and, you know, there's always a little bit of afterwards, like a little bit of just kind of anger there. Mm -hmm. Um, but honestly, he's not a bad guy. I never thought he was a bad guy. Like, um, he was in Kansas city and we have, you know, he has some friends that live in Kansas city and, um, he just texted me and it was like two years ago. I, you know, was married. I was actually, we we're getting ready to go to Hawaii to celebrate our five-year anniversary. And he just texted me like, Hey, I'm in Kansas city. Like, I would love to see you. And I said, sure. I mean, I, I told my husband obviously, and he was like, yeah, you want to go do that? Go ahead. And, um, he's like, I don't have to go. Right. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that is you know, so we just, cool. Yeah. And we just, we went, we went to lunch and we just like talked and again, like there's, there's no hard feelings there. And I, I always wish him nothing but the best. And I know he does the same for me and it's like, it just didn't work. Like the relationship just didn't work. We weren't the right people for each other. And, um, you know, I just, I, I always like, am cheering for him, you know, like rooting him on and, and everything that he does. And, um, every now and then, like if he comes back to Kansas city, he'll, he'll text and we haven't seen each other since. Um, but you know, like I, I just, I, there's no hard feelings there at all, like on either side, you know, from me or from him. So it's, it's great. That is that, you know what, Nikki, that is nice. It's kind of nice to just put a bow on it. And especially mm -hmm. you guys went through this like unique experience that most people yes. population wouldn't understand. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm so glad to see that. I remember seeing that on yeah. your social media and I was like, wow. But so let's talk about uh, switching gears. How did you meet your husband? I know you guys have been together for a long time, but for all, I have a lot of single yes. listeners. How did you guys meet? Um, so um, actually yesterday was our seven year anniversary, um, which is crazy to think we've been married for seven years, but um, we knew each other before I even went on the show. We met, I think in like 2011 and one of my very best friends that I have known him, like we went to kindergarten together. He went to college with my husband and, um, you know, my husband moved to Kansas city, um, and was roommates with this, um, friend of mine after college. And, um, that's how I met him. And we'd kind of dated before, but we always like, kind of like said, we were like best friends and the timing wasn't great. And it was always like, I'd been in, it was just getting out of a relationship, or, you know, he was in a relationship. And so it was always this kind of like, you know, everyone knew that like we liked each other, but nothing ever came of it. And, you know, finally we kind of like got it together, got on the same page and, you know, that, and it went, I mean, it went pretty quick after that, you know, we, we dated and for like eight months, I think, and then got engaged and, you know, got married a year later. And 
So less than a year later, actually. But yeah, I mean, like I really can say like we had a friendship before we had anything else um, between us. So that's, that's really nice to have. Well, they say marry your best friend and yeah, that's so, I'm saying you knew him from before. So Mm -hmm. that, Hey, give somebody a chance. People, all the singles listening, you know, it's like, it's all about timing. It it really is. Timing is everything. Really is. So congratulations on seven years. Thank you. Guys you. Are Thank adorable. You. And you're very adventurous. I love following along on your stories. And now you have your son, River. Yes, River. Yes. He's- yep. He's about to turn one next month, which is so crazy because I mean, it like, I'm sure, you know, like it just goes by so fast. And, um, you know, we've, we've been married for quite a while before we decided we wanted to, you know, start a family. And I'm so glad that we, we did that. And um, I just like, I, I love, I love him so much. Like it's so, it's so fun. I'm like obsessed with him. I like don't even want to go anywhere or do anything. I just want to stay home and like play with him and (laughs) and hang out with him and watch him grow. It's, it's really like, unlike anything I've ever experienced. Like it's a love, like no other. And, you know, unless you have kids yourself, like it's just so hard to describe and, and make people understand. So highly recommend. Definitely. I, I, I always say that. Really I always say the same thing. I highly recommend it to a friend. Like, and I have friends that are like, oh, I'm not going to have kids. And I'm like, I always, yeah. I don't like to push my agenda on them, but it just like brings so much more meaning to your life. It does. And like, I, it just, I don't know. I always say like, I would cut my arm off for my kid. Like I would just Absolutely. literally do anything for this and like anything oh, it's like you just I just savor it I do and mm-hmm. it's not to say that the you know it's hard I know you just your son just right. had ear, an air infection it's it's so hard but it's like you just like for like the hard parts just make the good parts like even better and it's like you know my he had terrible reflux for like you know the first six months of his life like I actually you know I stopped eating dairy because I thought it was you know, he had a dairy intolerance. And so all of these things that like, before I had him, I was like, Oh, I would never do that. Like, (laughs) and now I'm like, you know, I went from like, not knowing if I like really wanted to even breastfeed him to like giving up like my most favorite food in the world, which is cheese, just so like I could keep breastfeeding him. And it's just like, it's so crazy to think back to who I was before him. Um, because I feel like I'm such not a different person, but I'm just more, confident in who I am. And I just, I really like, I love being his mom. I really do. Um, so it's really fun. <laughs> well, he's adorable and I hate to say it, but he Thank looks you. like a little mini you. I think he, he looks really does. <laughs> people tell you that, which by the way, I love hearing that when people tell me that about my daughter, and I don't, I don't see it, but when I look at your son, I'm like, that's Nikki. Yeah. And if you like put our baby pictures, like side by side, like I, I, we look exactly the same. So, um, I'm interested to see, you know, like if we have baby number two, like, like who, who's this baby going to look like? Is it, are are like my genes just so strong that like, it's going to look like me again, or like, what's, what's the deal here? Well, both of our our kids look so different. So you are considering a second one after I had my first, somebody was like, congratulations. It was like a weekend. I was like, I want another. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But then I got pregnant again and I was like, I almost had this, I was, I love my son so much. He's like my everything. Mm-hmm. And I had this feeling of like, how am I going to love another one? Yeah. And, and then your heart, as much as I love Joaquin, and then your heart just like, you don't even realize it happens. It just bursts right open again. It's That's just really like, good to hear because ends. I worry about that. 
I did. I did. I really did. And we've, we've been considering a third and I worry about that because I'm like, mm-hmm. how, you know, and I'm, yeah. I'm 40 now. So it's like kind of sink or swim for us, but I think yeah. you're younger than, than me, but I'll be 37, um, at the end of the oh, month. So you've yeah. got so much time <laughs> and he's just turning one. Are you going to do a big birthday bash? I mean, I, we're going to have a birthday party, but I just, I feel like, again, like the pressure mm-hmm. to have this, like, you know, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. And I'm not like a very good planner. Like mm-hmm. I am not a super organized person and I kind of like waits the last minute for everything. <laughs> I have all these ideas in my head, but I like all of a sudden I'm like, oh wait, I should probably get on this. Like I should probably, you know, execute this. And um, <laughs> so yes, we'll have some sort of party, but like, it's not going to be some like, over the top, like extravaganza. Like he's not even going to remember it, you know, no. like it's really just like a party for you, Nikki, just yeah. get yourself a little congratulations. You kept him alive. <laughs> yes. You kept him alive. Just have fun, get a cute picture. That's really all yeah. that matters, honestly. Yeah. And, um, so what has been like the most surprising thing about mamahood parenthood for you? Um, I think a, cu- a couple things, but one, like just, understanding like other people, like other people that have kids, like, especially at work, I think it's changed so much for me because, you know, I've always loved my patients and their families, but like, I now see my son in every single patient that I have, like, no matter if they're like, you know, cause we get, I get kids of all ages and, um, it, no matter if they're like a couple weeks old or like a teenager, like you just have this like connection to other moms that like, you, you just don't expect it. And, um, that, and then how, another thing is like how willing I am to just like go out in public, like looking like a hot mess. And I don't even care because you know, like, <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> I can totally relate to that. I got to send you this meme about, uh, is it the Justin Bieber Haley when she's walking out in that beautiful dress and he's like yes. Crocs and socks. That's me at drop off. Yep. I'm like, oh, I don't even care. I'm like, I haven't showered in three days. I'm wearing right. my sweatpants, but I put a bra on like, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's the small things, little wins, you know, yeah. I'm like, I would have never left the house <laughs> looking. No. Like this. Oh my God. No. And I just like, I, I just like the, I don't care what people think about me anymore. And it's like, like, if you're judging thing. me, it's because you don't have kids. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, you just wait. Yeah. And you then, just wait. <laughs> what is, I, I know we kind of already touched on it, but what has been like the hardest part for you? Um, I think just like the worry and it's like, you don't expect it. Um, because you just, you just don't, you just love them so much and you want to protect them. And, you know, honestly, it's like, it's a really scary world that we live in. And I think, you know, working on a, like a trauma floor, I see, you know, a lot of things like, you know, families that like are happy and healthy. And then all of a sudden, like one accident and their whole lives change. And like, just like wanting to keep him in a bubble and protect him from that. And, but also like give him the space to like be a kid and like, you know, eventually like make mistakes and learn from them. Um, I think that's, that's really hard. And I just, I just want the best for him. And I just want to protect him from, from all these these scary things. And it's, that's, I think the hardest part. And, and like, you know, like the lack of sleep and like, (laughs) you know, like your, your body changing and those things, but it's like, really, I just, I just want to protect him and I just want what's best for him. So. Well, there's that mother's intuition for sure. That kicks in 
And you're, like you said, you're seeing it firsthand. I, mm-hmm. I actually had to stop watching the news for a while after I had, I had a little yeah. postpartum and I was like, this is like, there's just too much going on in the world. And then COVID hit, mm-hmm. which you were probably working in the hospitals, right? When COVID hit too. Yeah. Yeah, I was. And you know, like it didn't, like, we didn't have a lot of COVID patients, especially on, on the unit that I work on, but, um, you know, it just, it just is, it's so different working at the hospital, especially since being a mom. And it's like, again, you just see your child and every child that, that gets admitted and that you take care of, whether it's just a kid that just gets their appendix out. It's like, Mm. you know, or like this, like complex trauma, like, you know, kids that have been hit by a car or gunshot wounds or burns or something like that. And you just, you just can't help but like see your child in every, every kid I take care of. So that's been, that's been hard and a big change for me. Oh, that has got to be heavy. How do you unplug when you come home from work? Is Tyler helpful? Is he, does he get it? He understands. Yeah, he does. I mean, he, you know, he, it's kind of like, you know, like we talked about the show, like it's like you go with like these certain people and like only certain people who have been through it can truly understand, you know, but he's always willing to like, listen to my stories or, you know, know if I've had a hard day that like, sometimes maybe I don't want to talk about it. Maybe I just Mm want to like, just not speak at all. Um, I feel you know, that. So he, he definitely <laughs> see me struggle. I know. Right. Sometimes I'm like, I just, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about anything. I just, I just need to be silent for three hours and then go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of being with your best friend and your, the best partner for you. I, I'd say to my husband, I'm like, I'm yeah. hiding in the bedroom. I just need mm-hmm. to be quiet for like, well, you and I must have the same personality type. Also, I wanted to ask you, did they, I'm sorry, I forgot my one bachelor question. Did they ever ask you, approach you to be the bachelorette or go on paradise? Yes, they did approach me to do paradise. Um, it's so funny because I, I mean, I think it's like, you know, I've talked about it before. I had gotten a boob job um, and oh, oh, they were right. like, you know, I remember you told me that when I saw you yes. at the red carpet event. Yes. They, yeah. As it, I didn't probably didn't need to tell you, they were very much, <laughs> you know, out and announcing themselves. I feel like at that. Um, but I, I didn't like, I just felt uncomfortable in my skin, like with them. And I like the last thing I wanted to do was to like put them on TV at that point. And, um, I think, and I think Tyler and I were like dating and, okay. um, or just started dating again. And I don't know. I also like, you know, I, when Pablo and I had not had a great experience and I feel like I was very angry at the producers and the show and I didn't trust them. And I just was like, I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't want anything to do with it for, you know, multiple reasons, but that, that was it. And, you know, I don't regret it. I don't regret it at all. So, yeah. oh, good. Well, I think you would have been a, the bell of the ball. I, I have having oh, seen those you. guys at that red carpet event, they were just like, oh my God, Nick is here. <laughs> uh, and then I remember you did say you got your breast uh, removed. Yes, I did. I had had them for like a year and a half and um, they just weren't me. Like I, I had toyed with the idea of getting implants for, you know, probably like two years. And I, you know, we had done Juan Pablo and I had done couples therapy, the TV show um, oh, on VH1, and it, it we got paid for that. And I, and so I was like, you know, I'm that I'm gonna do it now. Like I've been thinking about this. I'd had a couple consultations, and I, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna pull the trigger, and I'm I'm gonna do it for me. And you know, he was he could have cared less either way. You know, and I just remember it was so not me. I hated them. They were so big. 
and I'm like, I'm small, I'm the small frame. And I just remember like, I, I wanted to hide, like I was wearing sports bras that were too small to try and smash them down. Like no I just, way. nothing fit. And I was so uncomfortable and, you know, Tyler and I were going to, you know, get married and I just couldn't picture like having these giant boobs in my like classy wedding dress. And I was like, that's it. Like I got to get them out. And I, I did. And I'm, I'm so happy that I did. I just, I and didn't realize like how much it was affecting me and how I had never hated my body more than when I had those implants. So I think it's just really interesting. I didn't expect that interesting Nikki and it's kind of inspiring for a lot of people that maybe are considering getting them or Mm -hmm. I actually got like a really small pair when I was 25 I got I was Mm -hmm. always very flat chested and I've been seeing people like Rachel Recchia who was at the bachelorette and Claire Crawley actually just had breast Mm -hmm. reductions and they said that they just felt physically so much better and you see a lot of people doing it now did you have a feeling of like at all physically feeling better or I mean obviously in your own skin and your clothes fitting better and not wearing small sports bras yeah Yeah. um no because like I don't feel like I had any physical like my want to get them out was not like anything like physical like I like didn't make me sick like I just I didn't feel like myself I just felt like this like weird version of myself and I did I didn't like it and so I was just like get them out like get them out I I would rather be and like, I wasn't super flat to begin with. And mm-hmm. so I think like looking back and like knowing what I know now, like if I ever were to do it again, like maybe after I'm done having kids and want, you know, something done, um, I would definitely go so small, like the tiniest, that's where I went wrong. Like, I just didn't realize that my frame was not meant to support these. Like I was like a 32 F like, stop huge. it. I didn't, they, were huge. I, they didn't look that big when I saw you at all. I feel, you know, and I feel like it's, you know, a lot of it was just because I'm so small around. And so like the smaller your, you know, your band size, the bigger the cup size has to be kind of thing. But again, they just didn't, I just didn't feel like they looked like they belonged on my body. Like, so I just, yeah, they were huge. They were so big. Oh my God. They were so big. That's a good PSA for people. That's really good advice. And what advice would you give anybody thinking about going on the bachelor or bachelorette um there was a while where I would say don't but (laughs) I don't I don't say that anymore that's not the advice that I would give um just just know that you're be yourself one um but also know that you could you can be yourself the entire time you're filming and leave saying like yeah like I really feel like I I stuck to who I was and I, I didn't change you know for good or for bad like whatever but like know that like that's not the final say, like know that like the end of the day, have a TV show to produce and they can kind of make you not look however they want. I mean, they do have the ability to do that, but it's just, you, you film so much in America sees like the tiniest little pieces of that. So it's very easy for them to edit it down and to make someone look, you know, not like themselves, maybe, um, and just know that and just get some thick skin before you even go. Cause you can feel like you were an angel the whole time and really come out looking a lot different after the editing's done. <laughs> Ain't that the truth, Nikki? I, I have yeah. dealt with it and I yeah. still don't have thick skin. I know you and I are the same that way. Yeah. And I, I, I don't do brand endorsements going back to that. I think you should, you've got like 300,000 followers, you know, <laughs> 
if, if something is in line with what you're doing, like you're, you know, right. you're a mom, you're a nurse. Hey, I say go mm-hmm. for it. If you want a little extra quiche, a little purse money. I know. But it does have to feel authentic to your soul. Like I remember I used to do those fab fit fun boxes and I was like, I just, mm-hmm. I just can't. I, I, I just, know. I couldn't get it up for it. I was like, oh my God, I have to come up with this caption and this is a lot of work. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And there's so much, you feel like you put so much pressure on yourself and then people want to talk mad shit for like you doing like paid things. And it's like, yes. if you had the opportunity to do this, you do it too. Like, yes. why, why not? Well, there's that part of it too. It's like, oh, you're a sellout. It's like, well, you've got 300,000 followers, Nikki. Like you could make, you could be making a little extra quiche, but yeah, I'm I'm so proud of you. And, um, last, last question. Are you, do you still watch, are you watching the golden bachelor or paradise? I watched the first episode and I did watch the first episode of paradise. So I'm a little behind, but I mean, I've, I've continued to watch and it's, it's so funny because you know, again, I knew it was a TV show to begin with, but like after experiencing it, I can like, like, you know, pick apart like interviews. I'm like, that's that interview is not happening at the exact time. Like, or that interview is from something else and they're using it for this and that. And it's just interesting how you can kind of see through it, but it also makes you think like there's people that like live and die by the show. And they like, they like think that everything they see is like the, the authentic truth and end all. I'm just like, guys, get a grab. Like TV, it's entertainment at the end of the day. And I think the Golden Bachelor so far has like been so cute, but I'm kind of just like, oh gosh, this poor, this man's too pure for what is about to, you know? (laughs) I know. I'm like, how is he going to handle the publicity? I don't know if you've watched this. You haven't watched the second episode. Wait and watch Mm -hmm. it though. They have him like driving in a convertible on the freeway in Hollywood, 101 at night. And he's like, I've never oh driven God. on a freeway in California. Oh and he's like in the slow lane. With, I mean, you're watching. You're like, can't you get him a helicopter or like a driver? Yeah, something. Yes. It's nighttime. So, yeah, oh, it's so cute. It's so wholesome. So I'll definitely good. I'm watching when I can. I can't watch the night up just with the kids and stuff like yeah, that. So, me well, Nikki, I am. It's been so fun to catch up with you. What's your Instagram handle? Yeah. So people can follow along with all that influencing you do. Oh yeah. All the, all the sponsored posts. I like post like maybe like once a month or something. (laughs) Only when I'm on vacation is when I'm posting. Um, so if you're interested in that, it's like, (laughs) um, it's Nikki underscore Farrell. All right. That's our show. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Nikki. It was so fun catching up with her until next time. I'm your host, Courtney Robertson, and this has been after reality.